Welcome to Under the Blanket with your host, Baba Here Love. And uh, you are in the middle of the wilderness of Oregon. And you've brought in uh, the technology to keep a phone charged and get Wi-Fi in the middle of the wilderness. Because you work at Area 51 and you stole that technology. And you did this so you could be alone in the wilderness. But you couldn't be alone without your phone and under the blanket podcast recording. And you will sit there and you will use the under the blanket podcast to find enlightenment and that's wonderful that's wonderful and we are under Miraji's blanket deep in his heart where we see as he would say when he was in his body sub x it's all one and i have with me today joel who's been on the show before say hello joel hi there Uh, it's good to have you on the show thanks it's good to be back and i'm uh sitting outside my backyard and there's all these crows calling around me and uh, I really dig their sound. Oh, uh, that's sometimes beautiful. Sometimes I go, call, call back to them. Even <laughs> people might think I'm weird. I don't care. You know? no, I've heard if you, uh, if you feed the crows, they'll bring you treasures. Yeah, I've heard that too. I've, there was this video of this little girl who had all these, all these crow friends. And she got all these treasures. Oh, yeah. And then you, you probably you saw keep... the same video. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. All right, so today we're going to talk about, to start, um, you know, culture in uh, America. So, uh, and how it relates to spiritual awakening. So, you know as well as I that on the spiritual awakening path, or whatever you want to call it, mindfulness journey, whatever, that it's about going within. It's about finding the joy within. It's about, uh, a large part of it is about being content with what's in the moment, content with your situation as it is, not seeking more and more and yet if you study american culture you'll notice it, it kind of is about more and more it's seeking about fulfillment outside of yourself it's about you are not enough as you are now in fact one might argue that these a lot of these advertisements commercials are in fact kind trying to brainwash you into thinking you are not enough as you are now so buy this makeup, then you'll look pretty, and then you'll get the guys or the girls or whatever. Or if you just had that sandwich at McDonald's, it, oh, you'll feel so good, and and so on. Or, or also in the culture, uh, a lot of it's based around uh, ego glorification. Look sure. at how great I am, and look at these uh, musicians now, where they sort of glorify how. They'll, they'll be singing, like Lady Gaga, I mean, she was in the 2000s, really, but she would be, like, walking around in a mansion and yeah. wearing diamonds and having all these rich people. I mean, that seems to be glorifying that lifestyle in which it's about status, you know? Sure, so, sure. So what do you think about all this stuff, or what's your view on it? Well, with uh, with the advertising... Um, you know, it's it's absolutely targeted to make you feel inadequate so that you need something else, something more. Um, Ram Das had uh, he told this story a lot about seeing a commercial for like Maybelline or something and just, you know, they call these aging spots. I call them ugly. And then he says, uh, well, they call them aging spots. 
I call them beautiful or they call them ugly. I call them aging spots, you know, taking taking what is as is is uh, is absolutely fundamental to to not getting caught in that game, because, yeah, great musicians, they have wealth, they have status, they buy things and flaunt their wealth, um, you know, which is great for them. That's that's a blast that they get to live that that aspect of life. But that's not not attainable for majority of people, unfortunately. And, uh, you know, there's there's definitely a lot of suffering in uh, just wanting that, just looking up to something and going, ah, I need that. I want that. Exactly. It seems to me that the whole spiritual path is uh, uh, like a kind of almost counter is the opposite of American culture the materialism and ego and you're not enough as you are now get more money more status more of this uh sex is a a banal shallow thing i mean just every aspect of american culture uh is about that even the religious stuff is not about seeking it within usually no um, as far as the mainstream christianity uh do you hear that uh ambulance yeah Okay, so hopefully people, if people miss what I said, I was talking about uh, how, you know, the spiritual path is sort of the opposite of what our culture, I mean, if you go back to ancient India, uh, you, could, you could argue that the Rishi culture, we don't really understand what it was like maybe back then, mm-hmm. but let's just for a moment uh, posit that perhaps they had a culture where the whole culture and the whole society was geared around balance the inward spiritual journey what they would call in hindu astrology the sat yuga and Mm -hmm. we're in the kali yuga now the age of materialism and ego you know so uh i feel you know if maybe it's helpful for some people to have a media diet with uh certain of these things and try not to get too involved in it or if you do to not buy into it to do a mantra are mm-hmm. to see it as God. So you so you're turning on the TV, for example, you and it's a commercial telling you you're not enough to go buy the McDonald's hamburger, or the Maybelline, as you said. And then right. instead of looking at it as, oh, this is telling me I'm not enough, and you feel that desire rise in you, be like, that's just the Leela of the guru. That's just Shiva's dance. Right. And by or- seeing it like that, you won't get caught in the quest for more and more, perhaps. Yeah. Um, Something that I've been starting to do recently, um, especially on Facebook, which is a whole nother monster of uh, of an ego trip, um, is just kind of looking at everything as uh, God, God messing with me. You know, Ram just taking a different form and going, hey, I bet you're not going to recognize me like this. Hey, if I act this way, I bet you won't recognize me this time. Yeah, and, like having that sense of cosmic humor about it, right? Right, right. And, you know, that's that's all Ram, you know, Ram or Krishna or whatever, you know. They like playing around. They like having fun. So why why wouldn't they tempt us with this or that to try and see if we're there yet, see if we're and ready to like, come uh, home? You know, this podcast is named after Maraji. The blanket guru is uh, probably people not familiar with him. No, man. And he said, you go in the marketplace – but you're not a purchaser of any in the market. Like you see all that around you saying, buy this, buy that. You're not enough, blah, blah, blah. But you don't get caught up in it. So you're right in the midst 
of all that melodrama, of all that shallow culture, materialism, and ego, and this, that, and you don't have to buy into it. So you, right. you, you don't get sucked into it, and that takes, like you were talking about, perhaps a point-of-view practice where, uh, where you do see it as a Leela art. Also, uh, other people, they couldn't maybe do it that way. They have to have a fast. They have to turn off their phone. They have mm-hmm. to uh, uh, not watch TV. They have to go uh, live in the wilderness. Other people, it's too tempting. They can't deal with it. So I guess uh, it's important to be straight with yourself about where you're at. Could you speak to being uh, honest with yourself, straight with yourself? Oh, absolutely. Um, that was one of the one of the ten words that Maharaji handed down to us. You know, tell the truth. That's for yourself, for God, for everyone else, speak the truth. And, uh, you know, when you're, when you're being honest with yourself, you can look down and say, Hey, am I getting on Facebook to, you know, be present and mindful and seek something out that will help me on my path? Or am I getting on Facebook to scroll and get lost in it and get wrapped up in the melodrama of everybody else? And I mean, most most social media at this point is just an advertisement, whether for things or for somebody's lifestyle. Look at what I have. You should want this. And uh, well, that's an issue. Social media is a big part of our culture. We were talking about culture. And I'm mm. glad you brought that up because, you know, uh, there was that documentary about social media being so terrible and mm-hmm. that, you know, it's all and, you know, there's a, there is they are pointing out some. Uh, things that you can't deny like the fact that uh, it's all based around these little uh, reactions and you, if you're caught if you are uh, in your ego uh, you'll find it goes zzz, zzz, every time you get a, a, a like or a heart or whatever the mm-hmm. react, good reaction if you get an, a bunch of comments that day you might your ego might go zzz, zzz. oh and yeah if you don't <laughs> that day you get zzz. and meanwhile like you said you're scrolling down, you're going, your monkey mind is going this, that, the other thing is drunk with desire, drunk with jealousy, drunk with attachment. It's it's being fed all this. You're not enough as you are. Be like this person, be like that person, and get this, and then you'll be okay. But remember, social media is just a tool. It's a right. tool. It could be used for uh, uh, awakening. You could... Hold on, my neighbor's saying something, so talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> All right. <laughs> my, yeah, uh, yeah. Someone's uh, something's on fire in my neighborhood, but uh, something like that oh, not around me. And that That's brings good. up a good issue, you know. Like, what about you know? Uh, that's the egocentric predicament. It's like if your house is not on fire, if it's someone. Uh, two blocks away, are you really that upset about if you don't know the person, right? Right, it's right. That, it's that predicament that we find ourselves in where we're in a, we're the whole everything. We're the whole everything and we're nothing. We're the infinite cosmos. We're this infinite spiritual being. And here we are in a little rotting, decaying flesh popsicle where uh, we have our own melodrama. And this, this culture seems to reinforce that perspective. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> It's uh... So perhaps you could comment on uh, how can we use the culture, say social media, right? Like I was talking about, we can, we can use it for good, uh, to spread spiritual knowledge, to post about gurus and, and post about how to meditate uh, 
and not get caught up in the, the, the mindless scrolling, but like watch our ego's reactions to this, that, and the other thing while we're being present with each post and not getting caught in reactive mind. And when we do share, sharing something that will uplift, that will awaken even. Uh, so if you could speak to how can we create culture in the sense of social media and use that tool, which isn't good or bad in and of itself, to, for uh, positive instead of all the way it's being used, as you described and I described. Yeah. Um, well, one thing that I uh, used to do as a, as a practice to just start out being more mindful on, on social media was I would see something, and then I would react, and then I would type out a comment, and then I would immediately delete it. I would just let it go because it's it's not lifting anything. It's furthering the divide, furthering the me versus them or, you know, them versus them or whatever it, it may be. Um, so that was just a small practice in letting things go um, because it, it's hard at first. You know, your your monkey mind is active and you want to react. That is, that is what the ego's natural state is, is reactionary. So uh, um, as, I've, as I've gone further, you know, I still get sucked down rabbit holes and everything, but I try and uh, steer clear of joining any groups or following any pages that seem to harbor a lot of negativity or, or anger or divide. Um, I try and be as mindful as I can when I'm when I'm scrolling, you know, saying, all right, is this, is this a valuable use of my time right now? Am I learning anything? Am I gaining anything? Or am I just scrolling through? So basically you're saying you're, you're limiting your scrolling of uh, all these Instagram models to about uh, 10 hours a day. (laughs) And you know, come on, you could go for ones older than uh, 23. But besides, but what I'm saying is um, what we're saying it, like, I like what you said, actually. I'm, I'm losing my chance. Up, but uh, I like what you said, and I really dug what you said about writing up a comment and then not posting it. I've done the same thing many times. You find yourself writing, like, during the Trump era was when I noticed myself. <laughs> but now it's been different. I haven't been getting caught up in it. But I yes. noticed myself typing out something to one of these Trump cult members, you know, mm. and uh, it being, like you said, divisive. I mean, is that really going to make a difference in the way this person thinks or the way anyone thinks? No. Except to reinforce the us versus them. So what I what I noticed myself is I type out this whole long essay sometimes about, yep. like, yada, 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 Trump's a cult, blah, 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 it's all, but da, da, da. And then I'd be like, okay, am I really, is this going to be good? Like, reflect and just feel out, use the intuitive heart space and say, should I put this out on the internet or perhaps delete it? And I find yeah. myself, found myself a lot of times deleting it, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, another, another good practice that uh, one of my teachers kind of recommended was uh, just asking yourself before doing anything, really, is this going to alleviate suffering or cause more? You know, is it going to create karma or is it going to dissolve some? Yes, yes. I, I, I mean, once you realize that every on on the level of karma, every little thing you do uh, creates a ripple of the entire cosmos that, and it comes back to you and it affects all your millions of incarnations after. 
you become more uh, mindful of uh, uh, not wanting to create more karma, even good karma. At a, at a certain point, you're like, I don't even want to create good karma. I just want to <laughs> exactly. get my karma done with. Right. And I don't. There's some major fire. I don't. So I don't know. Uh, maybe this probably won't show up on the podcast, but it's just. It's uh, really loud, the fire sirens. My neighbors walking by saying there's this big fire, uh, like uh, like uh, maybe um, five blocks over. I have no idea. Like, I was so in the middle of the show, I couldn't really get what he was saying. But, you know, maybe we can yeah. put out a prayer, me and you, for the people uh, that maybe, like that they don't get burned alive and you know absolutely it's like buddha said life is suffering i mean it really you can get so yeah. like you know it's really wow damn it's like a huge fire truck it's like you could probably hear this one now yeah oh yeah Whoa. <laughs> anyway um you know well it's ruining my podcast people shouldn't be catching their house on fire to ruin my podcast you know uh that's so stupid. Like you don't if you're going to catch your house on fire, do it when I'm not having a podcast. Exactly. Anyway, so I'm just <laughs> making fun of the egocentric predicament. Anyway, my point is, you know, I bring that that we we get caught in our own little world, so to speak, and we forget how much suffering there is out there sometimes when things are going good for who we think we are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For me, I'll just speak of my own. Like, things have been going great. I'm with my girlfriend, or spiritual wife again, and we're That's getting great. along really well. And my Wonderful. podcast, and my uh, money situation's good, and I just got the Biden check, and it's, <laughs> it's a nice spring day, and it's been nice weather, and I just oh, yeah. been very meditative in my practices and feeling very centered. And but but I'm one with that person who might be burning up in that fire right now. You know what I mean? Exactly. But, you know, it's like I mean, it's hard. Like the ego wants things to be different than it is. So the ego uh, can come from a good intention. I want people not to suffer. But that's still ego. The ego thinks things should be different than they are. While the cosmic consciousness has compassion about why it should, why it is this way. And understands right. the perspective that we go through this journey, and we have to work out some stuff. Could you come on working out some stuff? Why are we here? Why does why all these bad things happen? Oh man, that's Tough a heavy question, one, right? <laughs> um, well, I mean, you know, the Buddha said life life is suffering, and then when asked what enlightenment is, he said the absence of suffering. It's nothing. It's no things, no thoughts, no, no attachments. It's, it's nothing. And that is such a hard concept to grasp is, is uh, that our purpose for, for being here, our why, is to become nothing, to become nobody, as Ram Dass said. Um, we, are, we are here to, to play out the game that is so so large so far out there that we can't we can't comprehend it there's no there's no grok in that one it's uh it's yeah like, you know it's, it's <laughs> like uh, the words that we use to explain the why don't touch why they point to around it like the edges right but, you know that why can only be answered in steep deep inner silence 
And if you, for example, listener, if you go really within, you quiet your mind, you find this place inside that's not separate and total silence, you'll understand the why. But then you'll be like, how do I ever put this in words and explain it? And you'll understand, as we do, that uh, it cannot really be put in words or explained, uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's like what, what, what Ram Dass said, I speak about that which is speakable, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So going back to the culture thing, I, I, I was watching Bill Maher, who's this uh, really obnoxious comedian. But he's <laughs> really funny. And yeah. he was talking about the Oscars, right? Mm-hmm. And on the Oscars, every Oscar movie is about downer subjects and the suffering, the immense suffering of Earth. And one was about this, home, this homeless woman that lives in a van because her husband got cancer. And there's this other one about a Black Panther that was murdered. And another one, one of the other movies uh, has a Black Panther murdered. They're all really downer movies about suffering. And uh, yet, does the culture ever uh, deal with way to deal with all that suffering in a, in a way that alleviates the suffering, our own and others, in a way that puts a different perspective uh, and perhaps a perspective that is lighter, cosmic joke, or uplifting, or, uh, you know, do you think the culture addresses such things? Well, um, I don't, I, I watched uh, this movie, I Heart Huckabees, the other night. It, uh, it's kind of an older one, uh, like early 2000s, I think. Um, yeah, I I've seen s- that movie. It, it is the only mainstream movie that I've really seen address like the here and the now and that we're all connected and one and everything like that. Um, they use a blanket analogy and, you know, blanket like Mirage is like, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's connected to the blanket. Right. Right. Um, outside of that, I'm, I'm really not too sure on the mainstream movies that was a really great movie and yes it does sneak through these spiritual messages sneak through the mainstream culture and they're definitely in the uh uh, presented on social media i happen to follow Mm -hmm. uh really amazing people that use social media to spread information that's beneficial and uh await messages of awakening and beautiful Mm -hmm. art and beautiful poetry and we yep. got to remember that's part of the culture, too. Not the mainstream, but that's part of how we and this modern age can create culture. Like people exactly. are putting down social media, yet now we have a tool to influence culture, to create it when it's not just these huge media corporations that do it and think tanks and cultural engineers, but this, this uh, person may be living low income. That just yeah. happens to have uh, 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 go to the library and go on a computer. They don't even have a computer at home. They go in the library, go on that computer, and they make a meme or something that could go potentially viral. That's about something anti the culture. That's about that we are good enough, that we are okay as we are right now. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and once enough people start doing this, and and perpetuating this uh uplifting and and enlightening messages then it will be it will be the mainstream culture you know it will be everybody is just into it everybody's doing it and living it and well what do you think 
think about these commercials that touch on yoga stuff or meditation. I've seen some commercials talk about being in the, like Pepsi had this thing, live in the now and uh, <laughs> this, that, and the other thing. What do you think about the, them trying, like that's neoliberalism. They try to use anything and everything and oh, put yeah. a dollar sign on it, right? Well, yeah. Um, no, they're just, they're just playing their game. That's, they look at, you know, all the demographics and, Say all right. If you were working can... for one of these advertising companies, wouldn't you at least think about jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge? I mean, is it really worth it to you to live that kind of life? No, no. Oh, Bill no. Hicks used to. No. I'm not suggesting you out there listening that uh, work for advertise company to uh, commit suicide. In fact, that's my dark sense of humor. So I hope you're not offended. <laughs> and in fact, if you do find yourself triggered by this show, any of the shows, remember that's the ego that's triggered, and you could actually. When you notice your ego gets triggered, which happens often to me, just be with it. Just allow it to be triggered and that and catch it. Catch the ego trip and just be with it. And that which is aware of the ego trip is already free. It's a paradox, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you think about, say, if they were going to make, let's talk about uh, a, rom, a Hollywood millions of dollars Ram Dass movie? I mean... You first say how you would make the story. I mean, they have this new Ram Dass memoir, Being Ram Dass, so there's a right. good story in there that would make a great Hollywood movie. But just off the top of your head, how would you do that movie? And then I'll say how I would do it. Well, I I really don't know how you would, I mean, capture the true essence of Ram Dass. There's that Becoming Nobody film on Netflix, I believe that's yeah. That's probably a better way to know. do it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty film, good. But yeah, go on. But uh, no, to truly, I I think it would just have to be an hour and a half long Ramdas sitting there in a meditation, you know, while maybe maybe some music plays or a gong or. But I don't. You know, I don't think that I hope someone from Hollywood is listening because I was great (laughs) at making that movie and writing the script. And I'm so. Oh, yeah. What I would do was I'd use be here now. I wouldn't go into his later life. I'd Mm. use the story from be here now. And it would start out with his childhood and moments of his childhood. And that would be done in a certain kind of stock film footage maybe black and white and of course they're already like sure. black and white we hate you we're never going to <laughs> but anyway i would do a black and white and then it goes colorized when he gets to harvard and at harvard uh at a moment in the movie you could see how the budget's already going up i'd put, oh, on, yeah. you'd put on 3d glasses when he takes his first mushroom trip <laughs> so you'd have 3d glasses in the movie theater and then a, a light would go on the screen put on your 3d glasses and you put it on as soon as as he takes the mushrooms, and then that whole uh, uh, section of the the second part of his story in Be Here Now, where he's having the psychedelic phase, it highlights all his psychedelic trips, and it's done in like a fear and loathing, trippy way, and it's oh. like really a beautiful trip of 3D glasses, and then as he's go- dealing with the coming down of the trips and wanting to find a way to stabilize these states of consciousness, you take off your 3D glasses, and then it's a different kind of footage in yeah. India. And it ends with him meeting Miraji and his heart opening, and he gives the LSD to Miraji, nothing happens. Right? <laughs> Wouldn't that be I a fucking that. good movie? Sorry, you said fuck, 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 whatever. Fuck you if you don't like the word fuck. You know? 
Um, yeah, that would be incredible. I really, so call up, I really enjoy uh, the prospect Spielberg of that. and tell him to uh, put me on as writer director. That's right. Whoever whoever has his number, speed dial away. Right. This was a great. Uh, I'm reaching the end of the show, Joel. This was a great show. I think we touched on some important subjects, and uh, the it's all connected. That fire that happened and the the noise from the fire and everything and our discussion of culture and me sitting here on a beautiful sunny day. I mean, I hope someone out there listening uh, this touched their heart because if I if we have touched one heart. All the all the hearts that ever were and ever will be are touched because it's all connected. Can you dig? Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you for being on the show, my man. Thank you so much for having me. I hope that the family down the way is is doing all right. Yeah, me safe. too. I, I of course, you know, uh, we had a uh, we have some you know fires uh, in my town, and one time this beautiful little cozy cool bar burned down and but uh, no one got hurt so hopefully no one got great. hurt you know yeah yeah all right so uh that's been this has been under the blanket with your host baba here love remember be here now